Merry Christmas, everyone. The gimmick this year is that Zach is hosting. (laughs) (laughs) We got you the presence of surprise. It's really funny because I was actually going to basically say the same thing. My name is Zach. Who else we got here? Hey, I'm Jeremy. I just remembered we do gimmicks on this and I got nothing. I feel like I should have came. You know, I like our December bonus episode a lot. I kind of wanted to do another draft where we draft Gundam characters to save Christmas. Like Santa has been kidnapped. <laughs> but mostly just because I wanted a ringer category where you could recruit everyone, anyone you wanted from fiction. And I wanted Homer Akemi. <laughs> <laughs> who I would have, of course, called God's girlfriend Homer Akemi. I guess I'm Tyler. Um, yeah, Homer seems like the obvious choice in retrospect. but It's Homer or Batman. Yeah, my name is Kevin. I don't know who I would pick for that. Um, it's a hard. It's kind of a hard call. I mean, I can't. I guess it depends on what exactly you want to build your team around. Yeah, like my f- idea was like you have a heist team, so you have like the the, the chair, the the getaway driver, the muscle, the face, and then wild card. The but girl everyone else who had- can stop time. Yeah, well, everybody else has to be from Gundam. But yeah, you- Homer, look, not a lot of characters better at things than Homer Akemi. There are a few. <laughs> there are a few other characters that can rewind time. Yeah, I but can't th- think of their names right now, but I know they exist. Yeah, but Trunks never went to the same military base 12 times in different loops to load up on everything. And Trunks sure as hell never fr- try to surface-to-air missile on cell. <laughs> Are we sure about that? 90%. We don't, we don't see all of Trunks' fights with cell. I feel like Team Four Star would have provided us that fight <laughs> if it existed. Yeah. Zach, what are we doing? Well, this is our yearly year in, yearly year in review. I can. I'm, I'm awesome at this, I swear. It's been a... I mean, a, it feels like it's both been way too long, and I'm surprised that we're not in March. Good observation of time. Homer Akemi would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've been super busy for most of the last three months. Yeah, so. this has been a weird year. I'm, like, surprised it's already over, and I feel like I haven't accomplished anything this year. Oh, you're just describing literally every year of my life, so... <laughs> I mean, I guess I can say I learned how to drive a box truck this year, but that's about it. Well done. I tricked you fun. all into watching Madoka Magica this year, so that's my <laughs> accomplishment for the year. Was that this year? Yeah. That, yep. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know. That was like March. That was like the first thing we did this year. I was like, Evangelion is over. Let's watch the Magical Girls. One day this fourth movie will come out, maybe. And then it did. The fourth one? Still hasn't. Oh, if you even got in. No, yeah. No, you're talking thing. about the fourth one for Monica. Uh, you, you must always be waiting on a fourth movie, is what I said after Evangelion 4 came out. <laughs> Therefore. How do we do this, Zach? I don't remember. This is why I'm making you host, but I'm bad at letting you host. Well, I mean, we're just kind of shooting the shit. I guess we'll, we can start with uh, our games for the uh, the year. Like, what do you guys think was your, what's your most disappointing game? For this year. Ooh, most disappointing. Because it's usually most disappointing, most interesting, and best game of the year. I like to start at the disappointing and build up. Can I go last and then first? I I have a wild answer, because I played, like, no video games this year. What's up? I've been in, like, a Lord of the Rings mood of late, and I own Shadow Over Mordor, Game of the Year edition. Yeah, Uh, how was it? Uh, disappointing. Oh, well. That doesn't mean bad, necessarily. I I fired it up and was like, oh, it's Arkham Asylum. I could be playing Arkham Asylum, though. Is that number two (laughs) or is that number one? That's the first one. I also own the second one, but I figured I should uh, play the first one first for the continuity. I think I might have preferred the second one more just because that's where they make Tolkien roll over in his grave more. That's the one where sexy Shelob showing up is the first (laughs) thing that happens. I actually kind of like that game, but I get more... I, I don't get... Arkham Asylum so much as I get uh, Assassin's Creed, but that's because they have very similar systems. Yeah, the, um, the difference between us are the only difference between Arkham Asylum and Assassin's Creed is Arkham Asylum is good. <laughs> 
And Assassin's Creed is like, why don't you collect some more towers? But certainly they put some more Assassin's Creed in. They, they took the nice Arkham Asylum they had and then did a nice seasoning of Assassin's Creed on it, which is part of why I don't like it. Because like the like go to a mission and do a mission feels so clunky to me. Like it's open world, which is what they want. But then like you have to close the world for a little bit to accomplish anything. Well, and the main thing they have that they put into that game was the the enemy system. Yeah, which is fine, but it's really gamey and like it's fine. I'm just saying that it was there. Like it's kind of fun on occasion, but you're right. Generally, just interacting with the normal systems like that, that's it gets a, old quick. That's a system I want in like Dwarf Fortress, not Assassin's Creed so much. Uh, who else is disappointed here? So my most disappointing game would definitely be uh, Battlefleet Gothic Two, because oh yeah. It didn't actually work. <laughs> so that's why it's the most disappointing is Ed called it for our monthly meetup. And we were like, yeah. The three of us were going to play and then we discovered What something. do you mean? Yeah, I was like, what do you mean there's there's no way to make your own lobby and we have to, you can team up as a two-person team and go fight online. That's literally the only way to play? What nonsense is this? Oh, it's Gundam Versus? <laughs> that's weird. Well, it's, it's a strategy game. Why is there no lobby? Yeah, you couldn't create a custom game. Yeah, that is yeah. odd. Yeah. So we literally weren't able to play. For me, because Tyler wants to go last year, my most disappointing game was actually Terraria. Okay. Because I had a lot of fun with a similar-ish game that we'd played recently. With Satisfactory. Yes, with Satisfactory. And I'd say when you finally played Minecraft for the first time, you actually got way more into it than you expected, right? Yes. And Terraria and Minecraft are the two oft-compared games. But then when I actually was having my chance to play Terraria, I was just bored. It wasn't... It didn't feel like uh, Minecraft or Satisfactor where I could actually go do basically whatever I wanted, build something that I wanted. It was just like, all right, here's your 2D plane. Can I do anything? No. Yeah, I think weirdly, Zach, your problem is that Terraria is way more focused and objective driven, which seems like it would be way more your game because of that. But because you don't have like, when we play those sorts of games, you don't usually have an interest in joining the team. Sometimes you do, but usually you want to go off and do something. And sometimes that later, once you figure out what you want to do, involves coming back with the team and teaming up to do it. But I feel like you need to find something to do first. And that's not really something Terraria does. Especially in the early game, which is really the downside of only playing Terraria for four hours yeah. is we got nowhere. Yeah. Uh, you, there's a lot of setup to, uh, you know, fighting the first boss, which I don't even think we made it to Eye of Cthulhu. Nope. We uh, were close. We, we, had... were, we were close, but there's a lot of setup that you need to do, and there actually is, like, well, you could go explore and try and find shit, but the downside is is that it's very hard to do that in Terraria at first, unless you're playing on uh, creative mode where you get wings, because it's just kind of difficult to traverse the map until you get a grappling hook at least. Well, I mean, it's a combination of that like it's hard to it's harder to traverse the map. There's not as many places to go because it's 2D, and combat felt super clunky. And, and and like it gets better the more varied weapons you get, which is like another thing. Like you don't get there for a few hours, so yeah, you don't uh, have access to magic at all my, in my... the first stages of the game. You can't find any guns. It's like I have sword. I had yo-yo. Yeah, the it most was like... exotic weapon. So, you know, you don't, because there's really, there's the four main builds, there's melee, ranged, summoning, and magic, and you don't have access to summoning or magic. They finally added in, like, the finch staff or whatever, so that you could be a summoner from the start, but the summoner is definitely not the type of dude you want to play, because the summoner is, I summon my pets, they fight for me. 
There's also like no, it has way less base building. I feel like it's like way less customizable than something like Minecraft, where like it, you it, build very functional houses. And while, you can like, you can start building very functional houses, but you need a ton. Of, like the problem is you need a ton of shit from at least making it to hardcore mode, which takes uh, a while. <laughs> which takes a while if you're not super focused in. All right, we gotta like rush to get this stuff done because it's like all right, well we gotta collect everybody's life crystals, and that just that takes a ridiculous amount of time unless you know the seed or you're cheating. Yep. At any rate, I I was fairly disappointed with yep. it because it's like, all right, I'm I'm bored in like 20 minutes. So that's fair. So Tyler, what Kevin Sorbo do you? My most disappointing game this year was I, I think because of my favorite game this year. I asked someone who had played both, and they're like, oh, they're both really good, but you should play the one that ended up being my favorite first. Like, if you're only going to play one, play that one. But you should definitely also play Death Store. And I do agree. I actually really like Death Store, but it was sold to me as being equal with my best game um, this year, and it is not at all. Like, I kept playing, I was playing it, I'm like, this is a major step down for me. I don't know that I've heard of this one. It's kind of a Metroidvania where you play like a cute little, like, it's like a 3D isometric <laughs> overhead. You play a little crow and it's like a dungeon crawlery thing. Okay, definitely so, not a not a me game then. Yeah, like there's, there's a story and a progression that you go through and it works very much like a Metroid, but not. It was fine. Like, I would play it again, but. Uh, adjunct to most disappointing. <clears throat> Nintendo shut down one of the two fan run melee tournaments i saw that oh yeah. did they yeah they're like basically they gave the other one exclusive rights so oh. like it's better than nintendo's done in the past still very disappointing but we take what we can get but there was a meme going around of like i created this very original game with original characters for everyone to play that was the melee roster with redone names did you see this tyler no i have not so like mario was plumber luigi was plumber's brother but by far the best was Nessa was a kid and next to him is ice climbers who was two kids <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Well, that would be most interesting game, and you wanted to go. You wanted to go first on that one, Tyler. Yeah. So my most interesting game, and probably my favorite game of this year, was Tunic. I liked it so much, I wrote an essay and recorded a podcast about it. I should play it since everyone says it's good. I should play it and Omori probably at the same time. What I will say about Tunic is it is very confusing and obtuse, and that is why I like it. Yeah, but it's in like a classic Zelda, right? Way, yeah. Right? Yeah. It is a. It takes a lot of stuff from the first three Zeldas. So like. It, it is two like, of those games are good. Yeah, exactly. one's okay. <laughs> um, and like it takes the sword play mostly from the bad one. Uh, uh, to be fair, that's yeah. the best part exactly, of the bad one. Yes, though. it's a very interesting game. I had a ton of fun with it. Alex and I spent hours just like solving puzzles and like thinking. The the thing I like about it a lot is that every like it only takes about ten hours, ten to twelve hours to beat. Every two ish hours. I discovered something about the game that made me reevaluate the entire rest of the game that I had played. And that's pretty a pretty common experience with it, which is yeah. why I want to play it. But yeah, so before like, I just get like incidental spoilers. The, like it keeps asking you to like reevaluate and like rethink everything you've seen so far, and that is it that's was what a really you want cool. out of Metroidvania. Yeah, huh. exactly. It was a really cool experience. So For whatever reason I don't really do a lot of puzzles in games, but I do end up doing a lot of puzzle solving, but it's usually because I'm doing something in a game that involves me screwing something up and having to figure out how to fix it. So, so I create my own puzzles, but I don't really like <laughs> seeking them out for some reason. The the first like hour of the game, I didn't pick up the goddamn sword because I couldn't found it. I'm like, oh, well, clearly it must be up here. And I found out that enemies can destroy trees for you. So I lured a bunch of enemies to destroy trees that you're supposed to do with your own sword. 
and got way further into the game than I was supposed to without a weapon. And it was <laughs> Tyler over here unintentionally doing a challenge run. Yeah, I was accidentally doing a speed like sweet speed run strats. Can, uh, can my favorite game be a wind and wait a wind waker randomizer I watched somebody else play where <laughs> they got the hammer twenty hours into the game and it was their first they had bombs for a while, and so they had to bomb things like a weapon, oh my god, and literally the next chest they got the sword. And they were like Yep. I was gonna say I watched Griffin McElroy do a uh, Legend of Zelda speed run and he didn't have a sword for a lot. So he's using the that one cane that makes you invisible and does contact damage as a weapon for a while. Uh, anyway, that was my thing. It's Tunic. Go play Tunic, please. For the who love wants, of Tunic. Who <laughs> wants to go next on their most interesting? Pokemon Legends Arceus was pretty interesting, right? Oh, yeah. I kind of Game Freak that. was like, what if we had to like make a game for the first time in Checks Watch? When did we make Pulse Plus Man? <laughs> it was pretty cool. I enjoyed playing it. I liked getting my dudes out. I liked... The fact that God calls you on your cell phone and is like, hey, find all the Pokemon. I'm sending you into the past to undo the future. That is our cool. I'm sending you into the past before they head indoor plumbing. No. <laughs> There's a cute ninja girl. Oh, I was the cute ninja girl. There. So. There's a cute ninja boy. <laughs> yeah, that game's pretty cool. I never finished it. That's there. I mean, like, you got fairly far, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't know that you're oh, look, missing anything. I finished anything. it, but I didn't finish it. I never got a time dragon. I never or did a space the post-game in that one. I never really got into no. the post-game for that. The post-game of that should have been you have to build a gym and then, like... Oh, that would have been rad. Like, find some trainers to stand in front of you, make a puzzle. <laughs> Was yours just uh, Final Fantasy fourteen there, Kevin? No, so... so... Like, a game's not interesting is the problem. I yeah. enjoy it, but interesting? No. My most interesting game is uh, Valheim, actually, because I've Oh, been... I forgot that came out this year. Or did it come out last year, technically? I think it came out last year. It There's did, still... because I bought it right when it came out and tried to make everyone play it with me, and no one wanted to. Weird. So, yep. <laughs> so I'm, I'm playing on a dedicated server with some other friends uh, that immediately, like, most of the rest of them bailed, so it's me and one other person who are like, well, I guess we're still technically playing, but we've already had some fun things of the server was doing weird things where it was like, all right, we spawned in for the day. Yeah, let's do, you know, like, oh, we're going to meet up and play. And then uh, three events happen at once <laughs> all at our base. So events will happen where you'll, like, some high-level monsters, like trolls or draugr, will show up and attack your base to, like, bring some excitement into it. And it seemed like the server was just, like, because there's a chance they can spawn at any given day. And the server's just constantly running. So it feels like it would be like, an event spawns. Nobody's here. We'll just leave that here. And then keep checking the next day. <laughs> it's probably not what happened, but ever we would like log that's in. that's what it felt like. We would log in, and there would just be like a bunch of events. And it was like, all right, so I barely know what I'm doing. And oh god, six trolls are attacking the base. What do you like about Valheim? Because I played it for a while solo and didn't get super into it. And I'm like, I I'm wondering how it plays... From it a not-me perspective. It plays with other people, so um, I kind of like the idea of I'm kind of specializing as the tank, so I'm going to use shields and maces, because there's like, or certain enemies are weak against certain types of damage, so they're slashing. Oh, I piercing. had no idea. Yeah, they're okay. slashing, piercing, and uh, blood er, and blunt. Uh, so like trolls are super resistant to blunt, but super weak to slashing, and they're like only minorly resistant to piercing. So like shooting arrows is okay, Using swords is the best, and using maces sucks. Or It's mostly maces, but it's called clubs. But there's skill levels that you get in all of those, which you will lose whenever you die. Okay. But then it's like, all right, so we need to go fight this boss, and in order to do that, we need to kill, like, this, or, like gather these things to go put them next to the shrine to go fight the boss. 
who then unlocks your ability to go get stuff to go somewhere else. And like, what's really weird is the only way to get iron is to raid crypts in the swamp for <laughs> scrap metal out of ooze piles. There is no As iron. You do. Yeah, there is no iron in the ground. There's copper tin and silver in the ground, at least so far. But there's no iron in the ground. You have to go raid these crypts in the swamp. And the swamp is super deadly because there's a bunch of, there's like poison monsters, there's leeches in the water, and then there's this giant tree monster called an abomination that can like just kind of randomly pop up and start chasing you around. So yeah, it's pretty fun. We actually had, I had a fun time uh, sea serpent farming. So <laughs> currently I have a sea serpent shield, which is the best shield that, or best tower shield that you can make at my current progression level. In order to make the sea serpent shield, you see serpent, sea serpent scales. Well, Sea serpent scales don't float. So if you kill a sea serpent on the water, oh, okay. they sink. And you can't you can swim but you can't dive or anything like that. So you either have to be right on top of it when it dies or what everyone else does, which is you could get this harpoon thing and you can drag enemies behind you. It uses your stamina to do so. So while one of us was piloting the boat, another person hooked the sea serpent and drove the boat to shore yep. so that we could fight it on land. That's actually a great idea. Yeah, but it like that was super cool. And so like we found this one spot that was like right uh one spawned like right next to the shore. So we're like awesome. We dragged over and killed it and got some scales. But that was interesting because the first time we tried it we almost broke our boat because it dragged the sea serpent into the boat and then started causing damage because it was the boat was hitting something. And so it was like every server tick it was like causing damage and just breaking <laughs> the shit out of the boat. What interests you, Zach? I'm bending what I normally do for these, which is games that I haven't played previously. Because my most interesting game on the year was has weirdly been World of Warcraft Dragonflight. And I, it's I wondered if you would say that. It's sure is Darth Vader, huh? <laughs> from when you played it last time. Oh boy, it is so different. We've played it for maybe... 12 hours. 12, 12 hours is hours. how long we've played it, Zach. I made the classic mistake of typing slash played. <laughs> so we've played this game for 12 hours and the two of us are level 50. Just about. I'm level level 49 and change. 70 is the cap. And previously, like Kevin knows this from when we played Classic, it takes far longer to get there than 12 hours to get to level 50. Yeah, we had been playing for several months to get to level 60, and that was playing... That was probably not quite days of playtime, but it was probably no, but close. It was probably close, because it, it was like, like we were three to four, four hours yeah, a day. Uh, yeah, I was I'm thinking say, it was like... A in the high 30s, low 40s. Yeah, so three to four hours a week at least, if not more, because there were some days where we would do more. It's just like because then leveling was the experience, and yeah. now it's all about the end game currency grind. <laughs> there's all like the different the changes to the to the systems, like the talent point systems all work differently. Uh, warriors can now dual wield two handed weapons. To be fair, they've been able to do that since Wrath of the Lich King. So if we logged in on Classic right now, you'd be able to do that. But I don't think. I, I don't it's remember Titan's that. Grip is the it's the Fury top tier talent in Wrath okay. of the Lich King. That's probably why I don't remember it because they just give it to you. In, yeah, yes, in, in Dragonflight. In Dragonflight, you click the "I would like to do this" button, and then it's like, "Cool, have some big swords." <laughs> I, I think my uh, my favorite like little thing that has happened since me and Jeremy have been playing this is Jeremy didn't have a new shield until level thirty. Yeah, we were getting gear so quickly that we never bothered to repair, and then my level 1 shield just broke, and I am a uh, protection paladin whose main attack is throw my shield, and whose secondary attack is hit something with my shield. But he it broke because we had literally not gotten a new shield 
And then it gave us like 50, so, Mm -hmm. of course. It was just one of those random things that I wasn't really expecting. There are a few things that I really like that they changed. There are some other things that I'm like, I'm not sure why you guys did this. But, like, on the whole, I'm I'm enjoying playing it. I can't really say I think it's... Like the best game that I've played. You did say interesting, though. Yeah, and like I said, it's mostly interesting as comparing and contrasting my previous experience with World of Warcraft. I think someone jumping into it now would just be like, oh, yeah, this is an MMO. You level up so fast still compared to any other MMO. At least the Alliance side of the story is kind of dumb where we are. Well, it depends on what story you pick. We did pick one of the least favorite experiences. I didn't get an option to pick. Yeah, but you could have. I could have taken you to the option to pick. Okay. But but that's true. The new player default experience is like, hey, Battle for Azeroth. Hey, did you watch Black Panther? We did. Hey, look, we sent this person who's who's le- the leader of this nation hates this person specifically. So we sent them to negotiate with them. What happens when we get there? Family drama. <laughs> and our envoy is thrown in jail. And we don't know what's happened to her since then. They sent Ken Greyman to fix it, which is what they should have done in the first place. If you can send a werewolf to negotiate, that should be your move. Yes, this seems like an excellent idea. I mean, I always did want to play a worgen. Like, they, I thought they always sounded cool. Yeah, so, so now you get to live get your to dream that. of playing a worgen who wields two, two-handed weapons. What is best in life, someone? Um, I will, I will go. Uh, my best game this year, I think, has been CrossCode. Um, I think I mentioned uh, on our most recent episode of last time, I mentioned that I kickstarted it like two years ago and then forgot that it came out. It's really good. That's what I'll say about it. It's just really good. Um, the story's great. The gameplay is passable, but the story's great. No, it's it's a lot of fun. Like it, it's RPG esque, but it's like action RPG, so it like doesn't dwell a whole lot on the details. Um, it, it has the best implementation of the sphere grid I've ever seen. Characters are all great. The main character is also like quasi-mute for reasons, which is really cool. So, yeah. And people interact with the fact that she is mute. She cannot talk, and people, like, have to, like... <laughs> that That said, uh, runner-up um, was Power Cord, which is a... Oh, is that a Power Stone remake in the year of our Lord 2022? No. Is that a, ro- is that a, a Guitar Hero remake? No, it is a metal band-themed deck builder ah. um, where you put together a band, and then there are cards that can only be played by certain characters how does it um, compare to heavy metal which is not a is that no the brutal legend how does it compare to brutal legend which is not a deck builder at all um i like an it. rts no kind of it's got rts elements i'm not a big fan of brutal legend oh, actually but I, I only, i'm sorry you're wrong i only played it for the first time like last year gotcha um and it, eh. it probably doesn't hold up super great no it was fine um there sure is some jack black in it like it's a great video game to be playing right now i feel like yeah it, that's about it alternative runner-up, um, I've been really enjoying the new Pokemon. It's a lot of fun. So, definitely not my best game, but I've, pl- like, dumped 30 hours into it Do or something. Do you have the Paradox Pokemon I have yet? not yet. Um, I've beaten all the gyms. I'm about to beat the last star base. I still need a couple of Pokemon from you. Yep. That sounded very threatening in Mafia. <laughs> it, it did. <laughs> I will need several from you, so... Hey, it seems weird to make Final Fantasy XIV, my guess, game two years in a row because, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just the game I play. I don't have, like, best feelings from it. On the other hand, I did play Shadowbringers this year, which rules, so. Yep. <laughs> which might have the most compelling villain in the history of video games. Definitely on the short list. 
And so, it's in Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, you have to play through a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen to get there. Don't get me wrong. There, 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 it's that you know meme of Penny Arcade about, yeah, we're going to have to get through about three of these games to get another Eternal Darkness, sort of getting to the good, good part of Shadowbringers. But I did play that this year, and the Nenwalker's okay. <laughs> yeah, I really liked Endwalker. Yeah, I, so. I just I liked Endwalker less than everyone else. It was still pretty good. The villain is on Wii, and I like that a lot. The problem is, <laughs> you, it doesn't end with you shooting it, but you, with you summoning the legendary Super Satan to shoot it in the face by with, via spirit bomb, like Persona Five does. The other game where the enemy is on Wii, so <laughs> it's still pretty good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, so Final Fantasy XIV is also my best game uh, because I have been playing almost exclusively that. Like, I've played. Probably another five other video games, and most of those have been for the uh, group session where somebody else is like, we should play this. Okay. Uh, so my goal for the year, uh, which wasn't like, I want to get this done in a year, but like my goal was to get all my combat classes to level 90. I have two classes left to go, which is actually like not an inconsiderable amount because it's what... I mean, how, how far, like, when I think two to go, all of mine are 80. So I just have 10 levels to go. I'm like, I could do that. In, you could, I, I could, could do that by the end of the year easy, too. I don't think I will, but. My Paladin's at 72 and my Gunbreaker's at 65. So that's doable, but not necessarily you, something you want to spend the ra- last two weeks of the year doing. No, I, I definitely could try and power, like, I could have easily power leveled everybody to 90 in, like, several months if I wanted to. But I've just been essentially like, yeah, I'll get on and do my dailies and then log on. Or like, I'll get on, do some of the dailies, but then go do something else with other people that doesn't involve me leveling. Yeah, uh, that's how I do it too. I yeah. still have eight to go. So, But on the other hand, all of mine are 80, which still you have less to do. But Yes, I have less level. Eh, yeah, I do have less levels to do. And I also get, uh, it's not quite as good as healer privilege for Qs right now, but tank privilege is still pretty good for Qs. It gives you more experience, too, I feel like. I feel like tank is always the one in need. Healers still Qs faster because actually what they need is healers. But the game is pretending it needs tanks right now, (laughs) which is nice for them. Occasionally, there there was the healer in need, which was really great because I was like, ah, sweet. I get the instant pop and the extra XP. Awesome. What is best in life, Zach? For me, it's Satisfactory. Yeah, that was a runner-up for me. The problem with Satisfactory is my computer won't run it, so I have to call Tyler and say, hey, set up a server so I can play Satisfactory if I want to play it. (laughs) I mean, I do kind of want to do that again because I had a lot of fun playing Satisfactory, and at least starting the game off, it's not nearly as much fun to do on your own. I mean, maybe it's just because it's been exactly a year and it's Christmas Christmas time is here, but I have also been in a satisfactory mood. They are dropping another major update in February, so I was going to, well, tentatively February, uh, so I was going to suggest that maybe we do it around then. I will try to be there and fail. <laughs> I forgot I had a runner-up for best game. I mean, my runner-up would probably be the Pokemon games, because like, this is the first one where I'm like maybe 10 Pokemon, and the majority of those, I think there's one I can catch in my game. I need the I need someone with Violet to help me get the rest. Yeah, no, technically, this game is a mess. As far as like actual game design and like it is a fun game, it's a really fun game. Yeah, I like I'm not champion. playing it because I would like them to release not a mess. I know you all bought the mess, you all enjoyed the mess, so yep. I am I am a failure. I understand well, this, but I, but if not me, then who? Yeah, I, I guess it's not so much the champion. I like your rival. She's a lot of fun. Yeah, Nimona's great. No, I was going to say, I uh, completely forgot. I've only dumped five hours into this, but Satisfactory reminded me of this, is I've been playing a game called Green Hell, um, which is yet another survival crafting game, because I love survival crafting games. Um, you're stranded in the Amazon, and it sucks. I My favorite experience so far was getting attacked by a jaguar 
and then the wound got a jaguar in- a jaguar jaguar um and then the wound got infected and then i had to go find maggots um and the way i did that was i killed an armadillo and let the meat rot and then i put the maggots on my leg and then i bandaged it properly with an antibiotic bandage <laughs> that took about three days i almost died and this has been my favorite playthrough so far so <laughs> yep. yeah it- it's got a lot of base building stuff also so like you can ward off jaguars by having a house in the trees <laughs> i just don't have enough materials to make a house yet i want to write so. that in the tutorial you can ward off jaguars by having a house <laughs> i don't know tarzan showed me that that might not be a good idea <laughs> well don't put the jaguar in the house <laughs> what are you doing we had the thing when we were playing seven days and we wanted to get another survival crafting game uh and so i do like that plan and so that was part of what valheim filling a little bit of that itch there's not as much crafting like there is definitely base building and like that's what me and my friend are currently working on uh but one of the things is like all right yeah so we're going to make the walls double thick and then put a space in between and put workbenches in there cuz enemies cannot spawn within the z- there's like a zone of a workbench that if you're inside of the zone you count as being near the workbench for like placing certain blocks or doing certain things uh but no enemies can spawn in that zone however they're also attracted to attack the workbench but you like literally preferentially yes okay not just but like if any enemies like wander nearby they'll be like there's a base over there let's go kill it not just like meander around they will like break stuff to try and get in but some of the idea is uh, you put the workbenches you like space them out among the walls so that nobody spawns like on top of your walls i feel like at least in my case satisfactory actually gives me a lot of what I want out of survival crafting games, which is really weird because yeah, it's not it's, a survival crafting game. I it's mean, base it building is. and automation. It's just taking almost all of the survival out. Yeah. And I like it. I to guess be... it feels like that for all of you guys because I killed most of the monsters that would have been attacking everybody else. They're, yeah, but, but that's possible, right? Yeah. That's also, uh, <laughs> they're literally never an issue until you're expanding and you only need to fight them once. Yeah. It's not it like Minecraft all, where a creeper might just show up at a bad place if you're not paying attention. Yeah, but like, oh no, a goat showed up and you're just like, oh, let me just like, you know, move. Shoot my rebar gun at it. Um, like I said, it, I don't know what it is. It. It feels like I just get the same things that I want out of survival crafting. Maybe it's because I don't necessarily want a lot of survival. I want exploration. Yeah, like I said, I think it is a survival crafting game. Yeah. I think it 100% is. It's just, its dial is very, very low on survival and very high on crafting. Like yeah. My favorite part of survival crafting games, and like Minecraft is where I first discovered this, is like the part of the beginning where you don't have enough resources and you have to like go out, look for them, bring them back, and eke out a meager living. That is my favorite part of those games. And like a lot of games, you get over that curve way too fast, which is why I like Green Hill a lot, is uh, you die a lot. The penalty is you lose. It's just, (laughs) you're done. I like how, at least with regards to what I was doing a lot of that, I don't care so much for the early game where it's like, I literally can't do anything because I'm going to die. I like being able to like just build this wacky big old like oil refinery which is what i was working on when we oh, yeah. ended our last playthrough just be like how do i get this to work like i really enjoyed doing that what is next category zach that'd be movies if you guys haven't i don't what, think what, i actually you watched s- a movie this year i have a, I have a most I have, interesting i have a movie story which does involve jeremy yeah yeah we can tell i feel i we've told this movie story on every podcast oh. but we can tell this movie i have story. a most disappointing too actually yeah my then you know what i think my miss can my most disappointing be that story? Because I was thinking about making it Black Panther 2, 
a movie haunted by the ghost of Chadwick Boseman. But they did give Namor his little wing feet, and that's the first thing you see on Namor. And the, the previews would not show his wing feet. And I'm like, those cowards had better have given Namor his little wing feet. And they did, so I don't know if I can actually make it most disappointing. It's just most haunted movie. Um so I, for at least for me with the movies, I don't really have. Uh, I have that movie story, and I was like, I watched movies, but yeah, uh, my most disappointing movie is the uh, unbearable weight of massive talent. The movie, the movie was fine. It was the second movie with a narcissistic parent I watched in one week, and that was a little too much for me. <laughs> but the reason it's most disappointing is Kevin and I tried to go see it. We bought tickets. We went. We went to the theater. We were like, here are our tickets. So like that'll be that theater. We walked in there, and the movie didn't start playing. We're like, well, this is weird. The movie was supposed to start five minutes ago. I'll go get a person. So I went and got a person. Who's like, hey, we're in this theater. It's number 12. Movie's about to start. And, the, uh, and she's like, okay, I'll go tell the manager. I start walking back and she says, hey, you said theater 12. I'm like, yeah. It's like, we're not showing a movie in theater 12. I'm like, what? So the manager's like, yeah, we canceled that showing. You're, it's, not, it's not going on. I'm like, well, we have tickets for it. Well, you can come back in four hours and watch the next showing. <laughs> yep. So uh, we'll finish that story later. Sure. But yeah, the uh, movie's okay. It has Pedro Pascal, the sexiest man alive in it. Um, as Nicolas Cage, probably the best Nicolas Cage movie I watched this year. Uh, I know you two are going to fight me on that. No, I no, agree. I did, I, did, I, I did watch a couple of movies this year, I guess. I'd totally forgotten about them. Mainly, it's the Madoka movie. It's the movies we watched for this podcast. I don't know that I watched any movies that <laughs> oh, were yeah. on my can, own. Can I just make Rebellion best movie every year? <laughs> it's not quite as good as Dark Knight, but... <laughs> Anyone else have a disappointing movie experience? Mine was Nope, actually. Oh, you know what? This is going to sound silly. Did you know the original title for Nope? Did you no. ever see that? Little Green Men, which I think is huh. so much better. Yeah. Because it's a pun on the money and the... And like I feel like just that title makes the themes way more apparent and work better. My problem with it I is... I feel like it also has a better like strength of draw, because... I guess nope. No, nope maybe, is a pretty good name, I think. But uh, you know, I, what is this about? Well, but so same with Little Green Men. I feel. Yeah, and I think the problem is like they didn't lean into the Little Green Men theme hard enough to like really make like, that. There's the, the whole title. TMZ thing. Like I like yeah. when I saw it. Like I was like, what was we came out like? What is the theme of this movie? Right, and, and just seeing that name made me get it. And like I kind of already get, like now that you say that, and like yeah, obviously, um, I feel like there was a cut of that movie that was very different. My problem is. I have heard very good things about Jordan Peele horror movies, and I have not actually watched any of them yet. No, that's the worst one of them. Yeah. And that's still pretty good. Yeah, no, it was pretty entertaining. Like, I had very high expectations for it. I and think it, it like- might be a worse movie than Signs, though I also think Signs is like a criminally underrated movie because no, it's easy to make good. fun of, so it's easy to forget it's actually good. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was fine. It felt like three different movies kind of just chopped together, and yeah, that was really sure. my problem and, with it. You know, Signs probably suffers a little bit from the fact that the last two outings Shyamalan has had have been kind of train well, wrecked. Signs is the, is Shyamalan a bad director? Question mark. And then Village comes out, and it's like, I think he might be. And then Lady in the Water comes out, and it's like, oh no. And then <laughs> Devil comes out, and you're like, ah, is Emmanuel Shyamalan a good director, actually? And then Old comes out, and like, maybe. And then the... <laughs> Yeah, Shyamalan's an interesting thing. I was just comparing it because it's Jordan Peele's third horror movie, and it is about aliens. Yep. And, and it's got a twist. What's a twist? Anyone uh, else disappointed by movies? I, guess, I don't think I... I guess for me, it would probably be the first of the Madoka movies, because like it's even in the supercut in one of the episodes that we put up for Dub Lot of me saying, I think I hate this movie. Do you still hate that movie? The first I'm, one? The eight episodes of Madoka are better, I'll tell you that. 
I think I probably still do if I were to look at it again. Mostly because it has so much crammed into the... I mean, it is like a three-hour movie, but oh man, it feels like such a slog. Yeah, that part where... (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I liked it, but I've also never seen any of the original Monica, so... I've seen up to the point where... But it's so long, so much happens, and yet it feels like it's just dragging on. Anyone interested by movies? I had an interesting movie. Okay. Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> really? Yes. I was not, I did not find that to be a particularly interesting movie. I had a but... lot of fun with Will, with, with the movie, and it was mainly the way it decided to go about itself. Like, the main character never speaks the entire time, the, and it's got the... this weird, like, hybrid, like, Nicolas Cage is clearly in an action movie. Everybody else is in a horror movie. Look, and yet somehow they're taking place in the same time zone. There's a lot of things you can say about that movie. There are a lot of bad things you can say about that movie. It's a movie that makes choices constantly, though. So I think most interesting is a spot for it. That's fair. We, you can listen to all of our opinions of it on uh, our Patreon page if you're subscribed. www.patreon.com slash podcast. The horror movie teenagers are the dumbest, most inconsistent horror movie teenagers I've ever seen, though. And that's kind <laughs> of impressive. Like, the girl who's clearly the smartest person in the movie just being like, you know what? I want to have sex in the murder room until we die all of a sudden is like a, that was not your character two minutes ago. I mean, you're dressed like that character, sure, but I just thought you knew you had it going on. I guess I'll go with Black Panther 2. That movie's haunted by Chadwick Boseman. It's got <laughs> Namor's little wing feeties. Um, I guess props for them trying to make trying to keep that going but the the ultimate problem with it is that they have to do Black Panther's origin story a second time with a different Black Panther and then they like throw a whole bunch of stuff they didn't need in too that's weird it ends on like a Beyonce song over like ocean wave credits which feels so weird for a Marvel (laughs) movie like there's good parts of it also like I feel weird saying this but like uh, Yu Yu Hakusho is the best piece of media ever produced so what I want from a a fight is for the main character to get the shit beat out of them and then for them to get up while their theme song plays, like just looking haggard. And I feel like with the Marvel movies, they're scared to do that to female actresses because people rea- react badly when women are beat up and bleeding. And she she's like has like an Iron Man suit around her, but like she gets stabbed through with rebar and pulls herself off it, and that should rule. But it's so bloodless, it just feels limp. But you know, it's not a bad movie. I feel like they played the hand they were dealt. I feel like maybe they should have folded. <laughs> <laughs> Not after how much money they presumably spent on it. Yeah, well, I kick the can, punt it is maybe better. Made the movie again in two years when they figured out what they really wanted to do. When Michael B. Jordan shows up for two minutes, it's great. But unfortunately, it does not start how I wanted to with Michael B. Jordan punching his way out of the ground and going, I'm Black Panther now. <laughs> it's time to jam. Um. <laughs> What about you, Kevin? I really can't remember, honestly. Like I, I like I said, I watched movies, but really the only story that came to mind was the one story. So we had most disappointing, and then uh, I'll put it in my best slot. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was gonna say we want to finish that uh, yeah. story with the best movie we saw this year. Oh, well, yes. I had a most interesting that I've been talking about. I can't. Well, I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought you had already gone, Tyler. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so, so. Sorry about that. <laughs> so what I did you, you had... said? Nope. But no, that no, was, that was my most disappointing. Uh, no, but the most interesting was a. Uh, Fairly old now horror film starting an impossible young Karen Gillan called Oculus. Oh, that, that's weird. Like that you call I that movie old that. made my bones all shatter all at <laughs> once. Uh, it came out before she was in Doctor Who, which is. No, it was filmed before she was in Doctor yes. Who. Yes. It did not come out until after. Okay, I'll believe that. Um, 
Just because, um, like that is like the that's like exactly what you want from a weird indie horror movie you went and saw for like that you're like I don't know if this is gonna be good or not but I'm gonna go see it. Yep. What you want is Oculus. Yep. I guess um, what you really want is Cabin in the Woods, but that's not actually yeah. indie or anything. I mean, I mean, Cabin or Happy. Ha- I think what we want is Happy Death Day. Yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> I loved Happy Death Day. Uh, no, Oculus is really interesting. Um, also good, but like. Not not the best movie I've ever seen. I, I give it like a seven out of ten. It was thoroughly watchable. It's the Halloween times, and you want to watch a movie, you could do a lot worse. Yep, it's just very interesting the way that they play with. So it's like about a mirror that can control your perception of reality and and like manipulate you into doing things. It's just really weird the way like the vi- variety of ways they came up with for it to mess with your head um, are like beyond any ideas I would have come up with for it, and it was really cool. So. That's what I'll say about that. There's a light bulb scene. So you guys want to finish your yeah. uh, story yep. for best movie? So like, you you want to see something else? You can well, you see something else. And I'm like, well, I want to see everything everywhere all at once. That movie rules. That, yeah, that, I yeah. should watch it. That that is the most Grant Morrison movie I've ever watched. Michelle Yeoh is great. Yeah, it was very fun to uh, be like, hey, you want to go see this Nicolas Cage movie? Yeah, sure. Oh, I guess that's not happening. <laughs> You want to go see this movie instead? Yeah, sure. Wow, that was awesome. You want to see this different movie about a narcissistic parent? <laughs> it's okay she gets better by the end. You want to see them put everything on a bagel? <laughs> <laughs> just so much of that so much of that movie was just so good. Yeah. No, this dimension is just rocks. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> what is it even I don't even I don't want an answer to this question, but what is it even about? I know nothing about this movie other than everyone thinks it's awesome. A, a Chinese American immigrant st- uh, struggling with her lesbian daughter's identity. Okay. And and also the fact that her laundromat is failing. Yes. Okay. And dealing with the IRS. The true horror of our time. Yes. <laughs> and then some other stuff, that, presumably. No, no, yeah, that that is an accurate answer. But it, it's you. everything all at once. Other other stuff happens, but like that is the movie. Yeah, her yes. daughter tries to put everything on a bagel. <laughs> as uh, much of a cop out as it is i think my best movie of the year is probably rebellion rebellion rules dude <laughs> that's my best movie like i said that could be my best movie every year that's the movie i spent the most time watching this well, year it's mostly because of the fact i say it's kind of a cop out because like i didn't really see a lot of movies and we had to watch that one for the podcast fair so look i made you watch a good movie good job maybe next year i'll make you watch casino royale i've been having a joke <laughs> What about you, Tyler? For the the reason that we did watch it for the podcast, I am recusing Rebellion from my list. Um, uh, so, so, actually, Rebellion, but... Uh, I don't have a best movie. Uh. Honestly. I just didn't watch a lot of movies this year. None of them were that great. So, But we saw I, Nope. I tend to yeah, watch more... Sh- yeah, it sure was my disappointing or most disappointing movie earlier. So. I just tend to watch more serialized things when I watch anything. I just For whatever reason, movies don't come up very often for me. I wasn't even doing that. Like I wasn't watching... I remember putting on stuff that, like, it came on Disney+. Plus. I should watch that. And then just, like, gone. Yeah, completely not paying attention to it. No, no I mean, I was I was paying attention to it, and I enjoyed a lot of them, but then they're just gone. Yeah. Like, no, I watched a lot of movies that were fine. They were fine. But I do remember the- I re-watched uh, Emperor's New Groove, uh, just because I was, like, we were making a joke. Does that of- still hold up? Yeah. I was just say, that seems Mostly. like it's worth 90 minutes. There, I don't like the diner scene. The diner scene, I think, is a dumb joke, and uh, the rest yeah. of it, I think, is fine. So Yeah, the, the diner scene's a little stupid, uh, but, you know, just like a bunch of the Yzma lines, you know, like, a llama, he's supposed to be dead. Yeah. My, my problem with Emperor's New Groove, and, like, this is, I like this movie, so get, take this with a grain of salt, is that it's a bunch of really good jokes with nothing happening in between them, and I don't know how they made that happen. What do we got next? Weeb shit. 
Oh. I got some weeb shit. Who's disappointed in weebs? Besides everyone. <laughs> I mean, mine's My Hero Academia two years running. The manga and the anime. Do better. Do better, Kari Yoshi. We know you can. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, could, I could jump in on that one. Shield Hero Season 2. Oh, I forgot about that disappointment. That was a train I, wreck I didn't and a care. half. Didn't watch it. I already didn't like Shield Hero. So that Good was... call on that one, Kevin. It was bad. I actually think Yasuhime was most disappointing last year. I don't think my hero won it two years in a row, but I'm retroactively <laughs> awarding it. <laughs> most disappointing two years in a row. Well, I don't think it was Yasuhime last year because you didn't watch. You uh, no, I watched season Yasuhime one. Very Look, I pulled the ejection well, seat. Also, uh, wasn't wasn't the anime for my hero the uh, the mafia arc with Lamillion? No, and... it was the like school battle arc and the villain arc. No, I thought that it was, was a class A versus class B. I know. I thought that oh, was this year. I meant last no, year wasn't that. This year was the hospital fight. Was it? Yes. Jesus, I'm so far behind on my hero. Yes. What just happened? Uh, Togia and Ochiko talked like they did in the manga just now. Um, oh, and uh, Dobby just said, yo, I'm end of her son, yo. And best genius is like, I am here. That's what happened most Did recently you have anything that was disappointing to you, Kevin? No, I'll jump in on the, the My Hero because, like, it's been a big disappointment because, you know, huge fan of it at the start, and it feels like it's just kind of floundering around right now. There's a lot of, like, that was a cool bit. Too bad it took you 12 chapters to get to it. Are you disappointed in Weaves, Tyler? Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, everything I've watched has been great, so. <laughs> I, I have, uh... Most interesting and a best. I do not have most disappointing for weeb shit. What's most interesting in your weeb shit, then? I've been watching Ranking of Kings very slowly. <laughs> I love this show. It's I've never so heard of this show. It sounds like a Misekai bullshit. Uh, it's actually not, if I know. If no, look, I'm not, right. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it sounds like. To be fair, the title, way too short to be some Isekai bullshit. <laughs> That's but. fair. No, it is a shonen, I guess. Um, It's about a kid who wants to be the best king, and they have like a Ranking of Kings like, how happy are your citizens? How strong are you? Uh, the problem is he is both deaf and mute and extremely tiny, and his father is the, literally the strongest man in the world and also a giant. And then he dies in the first episode. And then his family tries to uh, ass assassinate him, and so some loyalists take him out of the kingdom. And it turns out one of the loyalists is actually a traitor and then tries to murder him. Um, but oops, he falls into hell, but hell actually is an underground palace run by another king who sends him off to his twin brother for training. This all happens in the first three episodes. <laughs> Ringing to Keynes is fucking rad. It's just really good. It's I, th I think I saw the first episode of that. So this has been the issue with my weeb shit this year. Uh, I have not finished a season of anime this Me year. neither. Um, which is also a bit of a problem. But I finished one, and it's my most interesting this year. Even even stuff I liked, like I I was like, oh, the the first episode of Ranking of Kings was pretty cool. I should watch more of that, and then didn't. Yep, I only watched three ish shows this year, and Ranking of Kings was one of them, and it is really, 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 really good. So that's what I'll say about it. It's Fair. it's it's super interesting. Like the the way they play with like character archetypes is also very interesting. There's like not an art like a super tropey character in the entire show for me i think most interesting is going to be a kanabanashi the manga about uh a japanese theater performance i don't really know the history or name of they're like oh you know what act age sure is canceled better slide right into that <laughs> opening and shonen jump <laughs> no one else is doing it it's good she's gonna learn to be sexy maybe mm -hmm. maybe that's gonna be her her next technique it's pretty good 
Is this the one that's like a sports anime about acting? Well, no, that one that turned out the writer of was a pedophile, and so he was kicked to the moon, and that was burned from the earth, and nobody's allowed to talk about it anymore. I had to secret away the two English volumes out of a burning library to (laughs) collect dust in my room. Also really unfortunate, because uh, this was a artist-writer combo. And so, yeah, uh, the artist got screwed on it. The artist got screwed because uh, the artist, who was a girl, by the way, a young girl, by the way. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that's not creepy at all. Uh, <laughs> she was still, she was still legal. Uh, n- not that any, uh, nothing, and, and, and there's been no allegations of anything happening. Yeah, but. but but she was a very, she was like 18, I think, when she started doing this, like super young compared to however old he was. It just and doesn't it, have great implications, right? No, it does not have <laughs> great not implications. Do you want to take a, a hazard at most interesting, Kevin? So most interesting for me is one has actually started a new series called Versus. One is the guy who does, uh, who writes the webcomic for One Punch Man and also did oh. Mob Psycho. They've only released one chapter of Versus, but the idea behind it is is that uh, like it first starts off with everyone has their uh, like natural enemy. Like, you know, a snake is never going to beat a mongoose kind of thing. And uh, humans in this world have their natural enemies of demons. Okay. And so they first start off with the last kingdom of humanity has gathered a bunch of heroes to go fight the demons. And they're like, all right, so we've gathered this group of like 40 heroes to go fight the 40 demon kings. So we're going to send each of you to build a party and go fight one individual demon king. And so like it starts off like that. And it's uh, somebody very pointed out of like, uh, you know, oh, versus if the king wasn't a fucking idiot. <laughs> so we're going to send everybody. No, we're going to take all 40 of you and go fuck up that one demon king, one of the demon kings, and then move on. Um, no, this is a wow raid. Yes. But <laughs> but uh, so it like it starts turning into horror with the one character that we're fighting who is like uh, – not necessarily the strongest, but he was like, you know, he was the best paladin among the group reading stories of like, this person died. This person was turned into a sex pl- sex slave. Uh, this person was eaten alive. This person's just missing. And like, n- there's been no victories. And so he goes to fight his demon king. He's like, ah, I've been given this. Uh, we've been given this special sword that can use like my shonen energy to defeat you. <laughs> and he hits the demon king with it and it snaps. Uh, the demon king rips his arm off and throws him off a cliff and he wakes up because uh, some mages happen to find him and they're like, all right, so our secret plan, uh, because we knew this might not work, our second plan was we're actually going to summon some heroes to come fight the demons from another world and they do so. And so a bunch of like, who am I thinking of? Isekai like, protagonists? Not Isekai up. protagonists. Uh, not Doom Guy, but like a bunch of Marines. <laughs> le- but like space level Marines of like, they've got like power armor and stuff show up and start killing all the demons. Are you sure you didn't read the Doom comic? <laughs> <laughs> no. So this is just, this is all the first chapter of verses. Uh, and they all show up and they're, you know, this is like, ah, yes, we're saved. And they're like, Oh, thank God. We finally found a planet. So we're getting our asses kicked by these evil beings. Can you come save us? (laughs) And that's the end of the first chapter of Versus. Well, this sounds rad. I know, Uh, right? (laughs) It's so cool. Um, I was going to ask, have you been keeping up with the second season of Mob Psycho? Uh, Because I did not, I have not watched it at all. No. The first season was great, and I just have not looked at the second season at all. I'm sure it's good uh, because I really like all of one stuff. And as long as they, you know, just stick with it, like uh, One Punch Man has had some production issues, but I don't think Mob Psycho ever had those issues. So I think it's good. But I because I haven't really been watching anime because I've been playing Final Fantasy, I'm essentially like, 
I know a bunch of like I watched Spy X Family for like four episodes. I was like, this is awesome, and then stopped watching it. And That's I wanted to watch like me. I wanted to watch Overlord, and then I was like, just, just couldn't. What interests you, Zach? I've been kind of torn on this, and I think the thing that I have to put in there, mostly due to uh, kind of historical factor on the one that I'm going to give it to, was uh, I actually watched Initial D this year. Oh, nice. I watched the first season of Initial D, which, I mean... I like that arcade cabinet. That's an interesting uh, look back at it. Like I, I like the way they do a lot of the stuff. It's very... Very clear that the uh, the animation on their races is kind of janky because it man it looks like a PlayStation One, mm-hmm. but it's still an enjoyable uh, ride. And the way they use an like, enjoyable they, ride, yeah, the way they use music <laughs> and all that is is really well done. And I think like the runner up, it's only tangentially like related, but I don't have anywhere else to put it. Would probably be the uh, the She-Rock cartoon because I watched most of that this year too. All mm-hmm. right. I really like it. While so. I was babysitting a friend's dog. <laughs> Did the dog enjoy it? I don't know. She was behind me for most of it. But, like, I didn't want to let her downstairs because I didn't want, which is where most of my crap is, because I didn't want her knocking anything over or mm. breaking anything or getting into something, like one of my minis and, like, choking or something. Uh, hey, you know what's best? It's Witch from Mercury. I'm the most critical of Witch from Mercury, I think, among the hosts here who have watched Witch from Mercury. But it's the thing I actually want to watch when I go I watch anime. So I need to catch up because I have very much been enjoying Witch from Mercury when I've watched it. Yeah, I should watch it. I only watched the first episode and it just didn't. The prologue or the actual first episode? The actual first episode. It's got a lot of good memes. I, I like it when I'm watching it. It's weird that they're at a school and there are no teachers or classes or curriculum or assignments, <laughs> except for it's time to da 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 duel, and you should make a company, maybe. Oh, so it's like that, uh, what's that one movie, Accepted? Is that the, there's the comedy where a bunch of dropouts form a school. I, that... I know what you're talking about, but I've never seen it, so. Yeah. I would probably put it at the same, mostly because like, Spy X Family would be the obvious second choice, but I think I have watched more Witch from Mercury than I've watched Spy X Family, and I really need to watch more Spy X Family. I need to read more Spy X Family. I've just fallen behind on a bunch of stuff. It's good. They're on yeah. a bus. What about you, Tyler? The problem is it's ranking for kings, but I use that as my most interesting. Um, I mean, I don't use the same thing for multiple options. Doesn't mean you can't. I, did uh, last, I was like, I did last year. Yeah, and I called bullshit on it. So the the real answer is ranking the kings, but the second answer is uh, Bochi the Rock. I never heard. Of I that. need to watch this. This show, like honestly, Jeremy, I feel like this is one of those shows from what I've seen that you would be like, I identify with this too much. It, it's about a girl who has such bad social anxiety that she like doesn't have any friends and barely talks to anyone outside of her family unit. Um, and so she, her dad doesn't get to, to guitar and makes her watch like an interview with a band, and the uh, some guy in the band is like. Yeah, band is a place where even introverts can shine. And she's like, this guy's super popular and plays guitar. I can be that guy. So she goes and borrows her dad's guitar, practices nonstop for three years, and then does absolutely nothing with this talent. Until one day, she decides to bring her guitar to school. No one cares. And then she's like all sad and lonely at a park. And someone's like, hey, you, you have a guitar? I need literally any hot body that can play a guitar because our guitars bailed on us and we have a gig tonight. Oh, no, I binged the first, like, three episodes uh, in a row. I laughed out loud many times. It is it is a really fun uh, show that is 
arguably too relatable for me. I've so, seen shots from the show, and every time I see one, I'm like, I need to watch that. Yeah, so Butcher the Rock is pretty damn good. Runner-up is Spy X Family. It's just, it's a fun ride. Did you see the tennis arc yet? Yes, I, <laughs> I just finished the tennis arc. The bit where Yor, like, hits the tennis ball. And yeah. Like, oh, no, because she has chopped the tennis ball into yep. bits because she hit it too hard with the racket. <laughs> and... I can't remember what the other spy's name is. Like what? Nightfall is, yeah, her yeah, code is her code name. name. She's like, what? Um, yeah, and then and, and then like, she kamehameha's the tennis ball. Uh, and, and, and yours fantasy of boy being like, I've always wanted a wife who's very good at tennis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, Spike's family is Spike's family is like potato chips for yeah. me. They are very good potato chips, but they're not like. I don't have anything like profoundly interesting or insightful that mm-hmm. I have gar- garnered from Spike's family. It's just, it's a fun ride. And they're running out of source material, so I feel like it'll be like four years before the next. But maybe they could fit one more in, but yeah. it'd be tricky. Anya is amazing, though. She is yeah. such a good character. <laughs> well, even in the first couple of episodes that I saw, it, and she's just an abs. She's a great character, and she's just an absolutely adorable reaction gremlin. Yeah, no, she's a gremlin, and it's amazing. My fa- <laughs> my favorite thing for the most recent episodes are like, "Oh, you love Damien," and she's like, "I love mom, I love dad, I love peanuts," <laughs> and then she just like shakes her head. <laughs> I, is Bond in there? Bond. Yeah, Bond is here. Bond man. Oh yeah, but I forgot Bond is the dog's name. Uh, so my best weeb shit is VTubers this year. <laughs> just the concept of VTubers. I just, I watch, uh, I don't watch them all the time. I usually watch a lot of clips because, again, I don't have a ton of time, so I can't watch a stream for two hours. But like uh, Takahata101, the guy from uh, Team Four Star who voices all of your favorite characters, is a VTuber and has been a VTuber for years. Uh, he hangs out with Heavenly Father occasionally, who is now a VTuber. Oh, really? Yeah, Heavenly Father from Russian Badgers videos is a VTuber. I uh, feel like VTubers are going to go bad on us. I don't have any proof. I feel like an old man saying, you kids and your damn VTubers. I just feel like that's where the AI singularity is going to come from <laughs> somehow. <laughs> but Maybe they're just too uncanny valley for me. I don't know. I, I sort of like a couple of people talked about it. Uh, a couple of them talked about it. Like It's kind of nice to be able to... It's, it's like... Uh, voice acting or putting on a mask i super get it from a performance point of view it's from a consumer point of view. i don't understand how they exploded the way they did is where i am i think just more and more people started doing it and more and more people started podcasting no one listens to podcasts i guess they do listen to the griffin mcelroy's do a podcast that's what those brothers are named right the griffin mcelroy's everyone i know listens to at least one podcast so (laughs) yeah i i know tons of people that listen to podcasts hi Uh, tyler Everyone I know, Markiplier. You listen to our Markiplier launched an OnlyFans yeah, by getting yeah. uh, his podcast put on the top of three different podcast rankings. He had this weird. I the only reason I saw this is because he issued some challenge to his uh, fans that he will launch an OnlyFans where he will post tasteful nudes <laughs> if his podcast beats out Joe Rogan's podcast on like iTunes. Uh, the iTunes, the Google one, and one of the other like charts, uh, and they did it. So he's like, "Well, I guess you're getting it now." <laughs> but that's just, the question: Does he? Did he follow through? Yeah, look, it, you gotta pay for him. He can, like, he can do it and set the price to enough that I'm comfortable doing this. He's actually, <laughs> he he's he apparently, point, he's apparently done it before with. Uh, he's done like a fireman calendar. Yeah, I was going to say it seems like a thing he would do for charity yeah. anyway. So. So and and that's also what he said is that uh, he's like all the proceeds from the Soli fans will go to uh, this and he was like it will the, be the stuff- fuck Joe Rogan charity because we need that unfortunately 
Do we have any other categories? Book. Oh, I Run. read two slash four books this year. Book. I've read so many books. It's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I ended up running into a couple of them. Since I have Audible, I listen to books all the time. Mm-hmm. The one that I ran into that I almost... I, I finished it. I regret finishing it. Was a like a books one through three combo pack on Audible called The False Hero, which was... Like, you look at Isekai, it's not stellar. This was bad Isekai all the yeah. way through. And I'm like, I used the credit on this because Amazon kept advertising it to me like it was anything worth listening to. And this is why Amazon is the enemy. But, geez, this thing sucks. Like, I ha- like there's so much better than this. Why can't I find Why Why are you advertising this? Specifically, I never pay attention to those advertisements. Or if I do, I will look at the reviews. Because usually it would be... I think be- the reviews lied to me. I, that that could be. Uh, I do know they do that sometimes, but I also do a lot of Audible stuff because that's what I listen to when I'm driving anywhere for the most part. Uh, occasionally music, but usually audiobooks. I used to do podcasts, but... My, this disappointing book was also my best book because I only read two slash four books. So I'll <laughs> save it for later because it was more best than disappointing. Gotcha. I don't really have a most disappointing book, I guess. I guess I could say the... It's uh, David Daglish's Fireborn. I don't remember if that's the first one or one of the books in the series. It's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. It's just not what I wanted to read at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it ended up being my most disappointing of the year. The basic concept is uh, what's the? It's uh, Bait and Kaitos. If everyone has ever played that, where yep. uh, there's only five, there's like five sky islands uh, because there was some great cataclysm. But the cool thing in this is you can get these uh, kick-ass flying, uh, like, seraphim mechanical wing angels that allow you to fly. Okay. Well, there are a couple of different, like, versions of them. There's the fishermen who, uh, what they do is they're the all the islands are held up by these giant water spouts or are on top of these giant water spouts. It's kind of like there's this whole religious thing of nobody knows how the islands are actually kept aloft. And it may or may not have anything to do with the water spouts. It, so. Yeah, but there are giant water spouts on yep. every island. So what the fishers do is they swoop in and they catch fish out of the giant water spouts because it's like dangerous on the actual water, especially because if you get into the water, there's next to no way to save you because like the wings don't work in water. That seems like a design flaw. Yeah, but again, <laughs> there, there's a whole religious thing to the design flaw, but it stars these two, this brother and sister that are trying to get into the military corps because you get the fancy wings because their parents die in a raid from one of the other islands, a sanctioned raid from one of the other islands. Like, there's some weird political stuff going on. It just wasn't my favorite, so it wasn't, like, it's not like it was bad. Uh, It's still in my library to read at some point. It's not like I was like, well, delete this, because, I mean, I bought the book. But that was just my, that was my most disappointing. Tyler, what words disappointed you due to their sequence? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I actually had a most disappointing. I, I have a most interesting and a couple contenders for best. Well, fine. What's interesting then? Um, I read, I think, both Horrorhawk and Nona the Ninth this year, um, which are part of the Locked Tomb series. If I've not ranted about it before, the pitch for the first book is uh, uh, horny lesbian sword necromancers explore a gothic castle, solve a murder mystery, and become God. Yeah, I feel like the pitch for that is belies how good it is. It is that good. No, um, <laughs> no I feel like oh, that sounds very quirky. That sounds very Penguin of Doom, which is not <laughs> how the book is. No, the problem with... I've only read the first one, so... Yeah. The, the problem with Gideon is that it's like five different books that all happen to have the same characters. It, it starts with like a hero's journey, and then it becomes a murder mystery, and then it becomes a monster mystery, and then it turns into anime bullshit at the end. <laughs> 
Um, like like everything should. Yeah, no, it's like every every story should start as Lord of the Rings and and his Persona Five, and it should just be the arc of how you get there. Uh, so Gideon's great, but I didn't read that this year. I did read Horrorhawk this year. I'm pretty sure. Um, it is very interesting, and Horrorhawk is or Harrowhawk. I'm not really sure how to say it. Um, is schizophrenic, and the person who writes it is also schizophrenic. So she does a really good job of like the character doesn't connect with reality the same way ever but everyone else is mentally stable and so they're like why are you be acting like a crazy person and the answer is she's a crazy person so um that's really interesting and nona is amazing um nona is my favorite book in the series so far so zach what interests you uh my most interesting is probably the most recent book for so i'm a spider so what that was pretty good because i should give those back to you at some Did point. Did you finish them all? Nope. <laughs> I'm working on it. I want to finish them so I can give them back to you. Yeah, we're on like 15. That sounds right. Well, the next one I think is 16. But uh, yeah, they finished uh, the fight at the Elven Village and now they... Uh... Wait, they're just now finishing? I'm on like book six and they just started. So, there's a giant... No, th- that's because book seven through 12 is history. It- yeah, is explaining the time loop. It's explaining it's the not, gap it's in not time. Ac- yeah, it's not actually a time loop. It's a time gap because between Shun and White, because everybody everybody spider. spawned at once. Well, Spider yep. has been fighting since day one. Shun was a Baby. prince essentially, so he didn't do jack shit for like ten years. Yep. White was doing shit that entire ten years. So they go back and talk about what so she was it's doing. Explain it, it. The those books they also explain like when she shows up at the battle. Why she's human. Like, why she has a human form and isn't just a spider anymore. It's because the guy kept judging her for being a spider, and it was just easier to have passing privilege. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she does turn herself into an arachne for specifically this reason, so... So in the the book that I just finished on this, white and black are now fighting. And they are fighting over who gets to uh, decide the fate of the world, basically. And there's a third faction, which consists of Shun and a couple of his friends... They call themselves great. Oh, you're missing the best. You're missing the best part where there America's Got Talenting this shit, where you can vote yes. on your phones to see who's <laughs> going to win. <laughs> and the two sides it, have it, to it, give speeches to the world. Yes, and literally, it's like it, the uh, the administrator D uh, literally is like basically, oh yeah, you can vote with your phones to give wh- whoever you want power. <laughs> yeah, well, amazing. Oh, good. It, it's it's by to win war <laughs> between white and black. Which is both characters have been introduced, but th- he's not called Black and where you are. It, that's the Guli. That's that administrator. Yeah, he's, he's he's Black. Yep, they call him. And then Kumoko, the main character, is white. Yep. I mean, are you saying this for my benefit because you're looking at me? I already know all this. So I wasn't sure how much you knew <laughs> because I don't remember exactly how much the books explain before that point. Yeah, there's a little bit of this is knowledge that the books tell you. I don't remember when. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> They do kind of run together a little bit for me. I'm not really sure what happens. Especially because of the weird time gap thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think you've gotten to one of my favorite parts where Morozifus is complaining, or not complaining, but like he's kind of depressed because of how weak he is. And he's comparing himself to White, Ariel, and Sophie. It's like, dude, you are one of the strongest, like, ten people in the world. You hang around with number one, two, and three. I reread Lord of the Rings. Nice. Wow, you actually managed to reread Lord of the Rings? I'm not done with the last book yet. I Wait. tried at one point to reread B- Lord Book of the Rings. Six, not Return of the King. I guess Return of the King. Slash are we are we six. on best now? 
No, this is interesting. Okay, that's what I was asking. Tom Bombadil sucks. Everything else they cut out of those movies is great. <laughs> like, I understand why they cut it out, because they decided to make Helm's Deep the most climactic battle that ever happened, instead of, uh, there were some Urukai. Gimli killed one more than Legolas, then Gandalf showed up with the cavalry, and we were saved. It wasn't even cavalry in the book, it was infantry. I, I thought it was cavalry. It's still it cavalry. It's just not Aomer. I thought it, no, I thought it was a block of infantry. No, it, it's a cavalry. They win with a cavalry charge. Yeah. That, I knew it wasn't Aomer, but for whatever reason, I thought it was infantry. No, the elves don't show up <laughs> also. but I, I knew that part. Yeah, that, it's not like the most epic battle that ever happened. There is an entire book basically developed, uh, divided to the battle of Pelennor Field, so it goes basically exactly like the movie. <laughs> Except for then they have a, then everybody needs to be healed by Aragorn afterwards. He has to cast all his ranger spells on healing <laughs> the party. <laughs> it's good. The, the most classic fantasy book of all, it turns out, is good. <laughs> uh kind of depends because I try. Like I said, I tried to reread it at one point, and man, he, I cannot stand Tolkien's writing. I I love his writing style. He's like takes forever to get to the plot. Like it's like fifty pages before Frodo's like, I guess maybe I should take this ring. I don't know. What do you think, Gandalf? <laughs> but like, I with, love that conversation. My problem with it with that is it's fifty pages before he gets to the plot, and twenty five of them are him describing the fucking trees. Uh, and that's what I that's what drives me insane. I don't know. I feel like his world building's really good. He doesn't do much with he like build... descriptive stuff. I feel it's... like he's more like, hey, I'm gonna write a song here, and I'm like, I don't really care about this song, but it is kind of cool world building. Now that I'm like old enough to realize what this is referencing, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, his world building's fantastic. But he writes like a history teacher, which makes sense. It's true because he is. And the battles are very much. And then this happened. Hey, we're gonna do a cool anime ass thing with Aowen and uh, Mary real quick. Also, I've been waiting to say the sentence Sam is the Krillin of Lord of the Rings for <laughs> the entire time because Sam is the Krillin of Lord of the Rings, dude. Sam fucking rules. And you don't remember that watching those movies early on as a kid, but Sam's the best character by a goddamn country mile. Well, Sam's the main character of those books, too. Yes. Aragorn's kind of the main character. He and Aragorn trade off being the main character. Depends on books. where you are. Yeah. Th- no, it depends on if you're in an, a- an Aragorn section of the book. Or a Frodo section of the book. Sam is the main character of the Frodo sections, and Aragorn is the main character of the Aragorn sections. You just don't realize that Sam is the main character of the Frodo sections because it places so much emphasis on Frodo, Frodo. carrying that stupid yep. ring around. Yeah. Well, look, there's a bit where Sam carries the stupid ring around, and like the orcs think he's a super burly muscle man <laughs> because he's got the ring. I do like this. If, if I remember right, the scene where the ring is like, I need to tempt... How do I tempt Sam? And it's like, it just can't because there's nothing he wants. Well, it offers him like a really good garden. It's like, I'll give you a real cool garden. It's like, I don't know, Galadriel already gave me some cool dirt. <laughs> uh, so my most interesting book uh, is, it's a series. Uh, the first one is called Soul Home of the Werekey Chronicles. It's a sort of a cultivation novel, uh, which is what I've been reading a lot of, which is you slowly like gather, it's a, Chinese thing of like slowly gathering power to improve yourself. Only in this one, uh, you build your soul home, which is literally a space inside of yourself, like inside of your soul, where you build a building to represent like your magical powers. This sounds rad. It's awesome. (laughs) So you have like a power core and then you can like build rooms to like this room allows me to use this technique. And then this room like strengthens my body. And then this room like makes me faster. And then and in uh, this room, I just veg for like three hours. <laughs> it's They're not meant to be lived in, but they are at the same time. Like uh, the character at one point builds a feasting hall, which like improves his recovery and stuff like that. And it's like 
oh, by adding all these exotic, like, meals. Because what you do is there's uh, essentially, like, soul stuff in certain items. And you can, like, absorb that into your soul and then use it as building stuff. So, like, they have, you know, like, this is a brick of this soul stuff. And he absorbs it into his soul and it turns into a boulder in his soul so that he can, like, create his own more, like, more of his own bricks to start building his thing. But it was just that super cool concept of building this soul home. And then there's the there's kind of like the leveling aspect of there's different tiers that you can get to. And it's like, all right, so you build your first level. And then you kind of like puncture the roof of your soul home and then can start building a second level. And so it's like at first you're a, I forget what, just like a soul crafter, I think. And then it's like, then you're an arch crafter. Then, all right, I don't remember if that's exactly how it goes. But, but but something to that idea. But yeah, there's like but then there's like these different tiers that you can get to. And so it's just that's the cool concept of you build your soul home and so there's like this stuff about oh designing it like this person's got this like uh one of his team members has this like three different elements of like fire, darkness and or no, it's like ice, darkness and some kind of like obsidian thing that like all worked into their soul home that all works together. They can so the reason it's called the Werekey Chronicles is it's from the nine realms. So there are these nine realms. Well, the main character is a dude from Earth who somehow got sucked into these and has a bunch of shenanigans that happens because of that. But the one realm that the one lady's from is just like pitch fucking black. Like she doesn't even see with her eyeballs. Oh, and she has this weird like density sense. They never explain it. And he actually points out it's actually rude to ask them how they sense things because you could create a countermeasure to turn invisible against them if you knew how they sensed things. So that's like they also have this like because they live in like one of the most dangerous worlds because it's just pitch black. So they're like, yeah, if you're just wandering around, you could find some monster that just fucking eats you. So they have this like weird. You've been so- eaten by a grew. Yeah, they have this weird <laughs> social structure stuff going on. But there's currently five novels out on that. And I got it with the Kindle Unlimited thing. So I was just, I got Kindle Unlimited to read a different book. And it was like, oh, I'll just start picking up stuff. So this seemed cool. And I put it on my wish list and uh, read it this year. Uh, are we on to the best? I think yep. we're on best. Yeah. Uh, I read that last Dresden Files book finally. <laughs> nice. Battleground? Yeah. I, there was a lot about it I didn't like, but it was the best thing I read this year. <laughs> it had the part where Mab's like, you're getting married, kids. I don't know. Grandma I, I, needs some grandchildren. Butter's standing up to the Titan. No, look, it's got good parts. I didn't say I it got good. I love that part. Karen Murphy got done hard is all I'm saying, and I don't blame anyone who's like, I'm not reading any anymore because of that. <laughs> Did Battleground, was Battleground the one that involved uh, him fighting the Frost Giant, or was that the other one? I, yeah, he he, we bought a, he fought the Frost Giant in that one. Okay. I just yeah. really love the, you know, oh, I'm going to like, you know, oh, yeah, it's like uh, skaldic poetry. So I'm going to like list my deeds yeah. and show off how badass I am. And he's like, I fought Thor. Uh, Fuck, that's <laughs> ri- <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's all the Frost Giant says. I fought Thor. Fuck. I just like the one I th- always think about with that one is after the Titan shows up, wastes all like the young gods and whatnot. And Butters is like, huh, you know who else beat all these guys? Harry, you haven't killed him yet. Yep. Tyler, what's your best book? Um, I was just remembering that I read Diamantine this year. Um, that's not my best oh, book. Oh, that's so but... good, though. I love Andrew Rowe's books. Yeah, and I think the next one in the main series came out in, like, November? No, I don't think so. Arcane Ascension, that's the name of the main series. 
Did the next Arcane Ascension? I thought a different. I thought he released a different subsection of. Uh, so six Sacred Swords Diamantine came out, and yep. then very shortly after, I'm pretty sure the next one in Arcane Ascension came out, and I have not read it yet. Okay, I was like actually just looking it up. Just now, I might. I must so have read it, but I remember. It. I remember he released a, like another thing in the world of like a different group of. So it's like. Uh, okay. A different group of adventurers fighting, I'm assuming, a different one of the towers. But I haven't, I like put it on a wish list and then haven't gotten around to it yet. That's fair. Um, I'm sure it is in my shirt or Aldable. Um, that said, not my, not the best book, just honorable mention. I really like that series. It's great. What is my best book? The answer is it's Nona. Um, and I already talked about Nona. So the second best book that I read this year is um, I Don't Want to Kill You. So it's the second book in a series about a kid who is really worried that he might become a serial killer because he has a lot of the markers for it. And then an actual serial killer shows up in his town and he's like, well, I can take out my frustrations and not being able to be a serial killer myself by hunting down and killing this guy. And then he finds out that he's a literal demon that's been soul stealing for hundreds of years, probably finds it, figures out its weakness and uh, kills it. And then the second book, a second one comes on and it plays by entirely different rules and it almost kills him because he assumes it works by the same rules. And then the FBI recruits him to their demon killing unit. <laughs> like all good anime begins. That, yeah, Chainsaw Man is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I should maybe watch Chainsaw Man. So yeah, that's the first book in that series is I Am Not a Serial Killer. I think by Dan Wells. Um, it's fun. They're like really good reads. And if you're a vaguely antisocial nerd, you'll probably have fun with them. So, What's your favorite book, Kevin, that my, you read this year? My best book is The Iron Prince which is another sort of cultivation leveling up story. Only this one is sci-fi themed. Okay. So humanity is fighting a bug threat like you do. Um, <laughs> that Star Trek Troopers was earlier. Yep. But humanity is fighting a bug threat like you do in a lot of these situations. Um, <laughs> like you do when there are bugs. Well, yeah. I mean, like there, there are no space spiders to fit out well, the bugs for us. So. <laughs> I was like, I mean, you start like <laughs> weirdly. Oh. The handy enemy to use. That's... Yeah. Oh man, now I just want to create a sci-fi setting where there are space spiders and that's the main like hazard that you deal with in space travel, but you can't get rid of the space spiders because they, they're the only ones keeping down the space bugs, bugs. and you don't want to get zerged. <laughs> but yeah, the main character is a person who had a lot of like physical trauma dealt to him and he's trying to take the test to get the special suit that allows humanity to fight the bugs, but it has to like grow by like you learning how to do different stuff. And so there's like stats and uh when he gets the suit at first something goes really weird and he gets like pulled in to talk to the administrators cuz there's like a super AI that runs the thing and the super AI shows up and talks to him, which is like I don't do this for next to anybody, but you're actually kind of interesting. And so it turns out he gets a S tier growth stat. Huh. So he starts off with all of his stuff being trash tier, like E, but an S tier growth stat. So it's, uh, you know, you you have unlimited potential. He's or, a magic card. Yep. <laughs> and so it's him going through the academy where his stats are not shown to everyone else. Uh, like a couple of the administrators or a couple of the people who run the academy know that he has an S tier growth stat, but almost everybody's just like, so he's got a bunch of E rank stats and he's only, he's like, because you only know your overall rank, and so he's like rank E, because everything except that S tier growth stat is E. Yeah, so it averages out to crap. It, it averages out to crap, uh, and it's like him struggling with trying to uh, not be crap, but it's there's just some really cool stuff with like, yeah, they have this uh, like tournament fighting thing to get the special people 
get to go into this tournament fighting arc, everyone else will like just, all right, we'll send you off in the war, but we need you to like grow to a point where you can go do shit in the war. So that's what the school is for. And so it's just him dealing with that, but it was just super cool to have, you know, like this sci-fi themed because almost all of them are magic themed yeah, or yeah. soul themed. So the sci-fi themed one is really cool with this character that, you know, he's got in a cultivation novel, unlimited potential is the best power you can have. What's your best book of the year, Zach? I was thinking for a long time it was probably Caiaphas Kane, the Raider Good, but I've read that before and Caiaphas <laughs> Kane is always great. Um, but I actually read slash listen to the first book in the Spice and Wolf series. Oh, right. This is a... I actually own the anime for this, but I've never actually watched it. So I picked it up on Audible one day because I saw it was there and I listened to it. And I mean, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's interesting to get a different look because, like, here's the main character. Not warriors in any way, shape, or form. He's a merchant. So it's a it's an interesting, like, look at a different side, kind of like your sci-fi as opposed to fantasy look. Yep. Have you watched Ascendance of a Bookworm, Zach? No. I have. I have read every single book. It's my... So, uh, small side tangent. Google Play has relaunched a subscription service for those light novels. Oh, so right. you can just subscribe to the light novel, and then they will just send you the new one whenever it comes out. So, like, I'll get an email of, like, oh, hey, the new light novel's coming out in, like, two weeks. And then it'll just show up and download itself onto my phone, and I'm, like, auto-charged. So that's probably, of the all the light novels that I'm subscribed to, that's my favorite one to just, like, I will drop whatever the hell I am doing to read a sentence yeah, of a bookworm. I don't know why. I just, it's my favorite thing ever. It's it's really good. I don't know. I like it a lot, too. So. Tabletop games last? Well, tabletop. I want to talk about alcohol first. Uh, oh. Worst, I had a uh, fest beer from one of my favorite breweries, which is Crystal Springs up in Longmont. It was terrible. Just awful. Guys, what are you doing? Most interesting. Hmm. 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 Probably Genealogical Version 7 from Burns Family Artisan Ales. Uh, this is my plug for if you live in Colorado, please go visit them. They're the best brewery in Colorado, and I don't want them to go out of business. Best alcohols is a penicillin. Just go drink a penicillin. But specifically, <laughs> I got uh, Arbig's Wee, Wee Beastie, which tastes like drinking ham. Um, <laughs> which doesn't sound you like... You just unsold it to me really hard. <laughs> it, is, it, it, it's, it tastes like drinking smoked meat. Um, and Ew. it is... Yeah, no, it's and very... I like meat. But it's very good in this particular cocktail, But it were, because it calls for, like, a little bit of pretty peaty scotch on top, and, like, mm, mm, Wait, rounds it out so nice. How long has it been since you actually ate meat, Tyler? Uh, I feel like he has one of those injury calendars, and he's always resetting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's been eight years since I've been vegetarian, but I will occasionally eat Alex's leftovers because she just won't. So <laughs> I just uh, I had to ask because it's like, wait a minute, if Tyler's saying it tastes like meat, can we really trust his opinion on the matter? I mean, smoking tastes like smoking is really um, I have not had beef or pork in that entire time. So what is wrong with you? I have something well, to add to this, which is the Potion of Restoration, which is the only drink I have drank <laughs> this year. Therefore, it is the best, the worst, and, and the most, most interesting. Yep. I think I managed a hard, Mike's Hard Lemonade. Uh, my condolences. I, uh, I like a Mike's Hard Lemonade. That is my that is my preferred basic bitch drink. That's fair. I hey, think I usually go with the black cherry ones so I can get my hands on them, but it's been a long time since I drank any of those. Let's speed run tabletop because this is already longer than I want to edit, and we have to do Christmas presents. That's fair. Um, hey, I was going to say my most disappointing is that I have to play Catan once a week, and then I realize this is disappointing, not circle of hell you are in. So <laughs> mine is going to be Gumpla because I built a few, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to take a break, and then I was like, oh, we're in the second half of Gundam Double O. I'm going to buy myself a Double O riser and build that Gumpla and get back into Gumpla. 
I pre-ordered that when we started the second half of Double O, and it is arriving sometime. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, what was that game? What was that wagering game we played on the board game arena? Jeopardy. Yeah, that would probably be my most disappointing game. Because although I will say I fucking called it when people were like, "Yeah, this is how it goes." I'm like, "That's gonna be awful online." Yeah, it's a game where you're uh, trying to bluff, which it's very easy mm-hmm. to bluff when nobody can like yeah. look at you. Yep. Yeah, like coup, not good online. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of my most disappointing game. It's probably gonna be Hero Quest, which is sad. Um, it was fine. Um, the, the problem, like, it was a really expensive Kickstarter that I did not buy. I played it on someone else's behalf, and it's like, it's fine, but there are so many better games that do the same kind is, of is dungeon that crawly the... thing. Oh, gotcha. No, okay, never mind. No, it, I have played this game, but it's it, not the one I was thinking of. Yeah, it's I was like thinking a... of Hero Escape. No, no. Uh, Hero Quest is like a dungeon crawling game yeah. from, like, the late 80s. Yeah, I have played it. I, have, I own uh, a original copy. I like, it's, it's not, not bad. I don't think it's fully intact. Yeah, so yeah, that's it, my disappointment. It's like too clunky and not complicated enough. Yes, exactly, yes. <laughs> and my most disappointing tabletop game is the fact that I was not able to play as much tabletop gaming as I would like. <laughs> it's uh, a pretty big one. Most interesting, DC deck building game. I own like all of them now because me and my brother bought all of them that were in print and some of them that weren't. It's uh, also really good. I like that one. It's, I really don't like Cryptozoic's design on deck That's builders. Fair. Like the fact that the cards are random and you can't count on a card being in a particular game. Like there are some super interesting strategies. Like in the second core set, one of the themes is all of the different lantern rings are in it. So you got the red one, the blue one, the green one, the violet one. They all do different things. There's a card called Kyle Rayner that is, if you played three power rings this turn, you win the game. Oh. But there's all, he's one of the 200 cards, so there's a very low chance you get him. Yeah. And then you need three of the rings. So like he makes the game super interesting if he shows up, but you can't count on it at all. So like there's no building around it. And, and like whoever like gets him first gets him first. That's my biggest problem with that game in general is that it's really hard to plan any particular thing because you don't know what's going to show up. Yeah. My uh, most interesting is probably that Rome game that Heli brought by. Oh, that game's pretty well, good. What is it? I don't remember exactly what it's called. It's like build, it, it's like building Rome or something like that. <laughs> that's, that not it. that's not what it's called That's not what it's called. Foundations of Rome. Foundations of Rome. Yeah, that's no, that's a fun one. game. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I'd play that right now. Uh, my most interesting game is the... Uh, it's one of the Marvel deck builders, but it's the cooperative one. I forget the name of it. I didn't play it with you guys. I played it with somebody no, else. No, I just... There's a one... So it's like you and a couple other people. It's a... It's a co- not a collectible card game. It's a... What's the... Uh, that you buy sets of. You buy you buy the sets. Oh, like a living card game. Yeah. Or living... Yeah. I think that's the name of it. Uh, but it's, it's a Marvel-themed one. And so, like, uh, you can be, you know, uh, you can be... Uh, Miss Marvel, or you can be Iron Man, or you can be Hulk, or you, you know, like uh, there's a couple of different people you can be, and you fight a villain and like go can run through scenarios with it. Uh, I only played it the one time, but it was really interesting to be able to be like, okay, here's what we're going to do. I bought like you know I've got this like giant folder of cards because I bought all the sets or the like couple of sets that have been out. Did you do interesting, Tyler? I have not. I was trying to decide what the hell because I played a lot of board games this year and like. I'm not sure any of them were wildly interesting. I think Tack actually is on the top of that list. Um, I got a. It's the board game from Patrick Rothfuss's series, The King Killer Chronicles. I have that one. Tack's really fun. I got it for Ed, and we p- played like 35 games in a row. Um, but it's like it's definitely like an abstract logic game, like chess or checkers or something. It's mm-hmm. got that like two player like kind of back and forth vibe to it. So like on its face, not a terribly interesting game, but it's super fun to play. And there's a lot of strategies that I don't think I understand yet. So best board game this tabletop game is warhammer 40k and that's sad to me but i did get to play it a bunch and i built some <laughs> space marines and they're gonna take away all of girly man's abilities that i like because they mm-hmm. hate me 
for me, it's probably a, like I really like 40k, but um, I'd probably give it to either Spirit Island or Wingspan. Maybe Wingspan because I've played a lot of that on my computer. Yeah, I was gonna say the same version's great. I just play that to like unwind sometimes. It's fun. The bird noises are great. Mm-hmm. Kevin, I'd put Spirit Island uh, with a subfaction of uh, finally getting a game of Age of Sigmar in. That was fun. I need to build my assist- my uh, slaughter coven. Did you build? Did you buy some AOS? He did. I bought a. I bought the Christmas box for the daughters of Cain. Yeah, you're gonna be the Dommy mommies. I like the I Dommy like mommies. It was. It's gonna be the Dommy mommies versus the Bone Daddies. <laughs> I, I, like I, okay, so I gotta buy some boring humans. So the fa- the factions the factions that I own are the Caradon Overlords, the Sylvaneth, Which? and the Ossiarch Bone Reapers. And then I sort of own the Soulblight Soulblight Grave Lords because they were originally the Legions of Nagash. Which now no longer exist, so I like have some of their units and not other ones of the like. I don't know that I can actually build a list around them. But the big thing with uh, the Osiric Bone Reapers is right at the beginning of third edition, it seemed like they were the test case for how third edition is going to work. So most of their powers did not function correctly because there was like all this stuff of like, oh, you, this is like this new way of generating command points, and you can spend command points to do this. And the Bone Reapers were like, yeah, but I can't, I can't generate command points like literally i cannot because they they got relentless discipline points which function exactly the same but were generated differently they were generated at the start of every turn rather than something that just accrued i'll uh, probably play uh, free, free cities because i kind of want to play free cities i kind of want to play stormcast like finally i kind of want to play gun dwarves and i kind of want to play elves with wood armor and <laughs> free cities can ally this other three factions yeah so but yeah spirit island uh i do want to try the steam version of that to try and see if we can get a game of that going. So, cause like I like Spirit Island, but you want it automated. I want, yeah. yeah. It would be a lot easier. I suck it on my wish list. So if it ever goes on sale, mm-hmm. I will. Me know. too. Tyler. Is Descent Dark Legacy. I think, I, I think this was also my best board game last year. It's still heckin' rad. Um, it's like an app assisted dungeon crawler that like keeps track of a bunch of stuff outside of the game for you. So like, you pick up a bunch of loot, you can craft weapons, you have like eight characters to choose from and have to build a party for each mission. It's a really fun game. That That's what I'll say. But it's also really cool and it's got a bunch of cool terrain. So if you want to build like 3D terrain for D&D, it also comes with a bunch of stuff for that. Any other year in review stuff we want to do? I can't think of anything. Okay, we don't have a theme and this is longer than I want to edit. So maximum <laughs> capitalist Christmas, go. <laughs> Tyler, distribute you, Tyler. my gifts because they are on top. Here's one for Zuck. Yeah. <laughs> You managed to misspell my name in two different ways. That was the goal. Tyler, I apologize for the way yours is wrapped. I got one side perfect, and then <laughs> I, it was like I ate a devil fruit, except for instead of water turning against me, wrapping paper turned against me, because it like contorted in a shape that did not make physical sense as I was just trying to fold it into squares. And I was like, fuck it, I'm not wrapping this again. <laughs> That's okay. It makes it easy to open. Yes. Ready, set, destruction noises. I did not know this was out yet. It can sing and it can dance, Zach. It's very difficult to find right now. So what I've got here is I've actually got a high-grade Gundam Aerial gunpla kit. Tyler, that, okay. the gift I got you may be the dumbest gift I've it's ever gotten so anyone. <laughs> what is, so, so I think it's like 20 questions, yeah, well, but with a Pokeball, and it's only for Pokemon. <laughs> no, but it asks you the questions. You think of a Pokemon, and it's like, does it have a tail? Okay, okay. So it's um, like playing Guess Who with yourself? Yes. Yes. 
I actually have a 20 questions machine that works kind of like this. So, And Kevin, we were out of MMOs for cookbooks yep. that he didn't have. So, Yep, so I got an anime cookbook, which I am excited about. How much of it just comes out of Food Wars? I don't know. I, I was literally like... I mean, the picture the picture's uh, definitely nar- uh, ramen, so... Yeah, I actually saw that thing. at a store, and I flipped through it. I'm like, oh, this actually looks pretty good. I ended up getting a uh, horror-themed cookbook instead, but... Look, it's the ninja one. It's got a kunai and everything. Kunai with chain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler. All right, second round of ultra capitalism. Go. Whose ultra capitalism is blue? That'd be me. Mine is big. Yours is big. Mine is two. I'm guessing another Master Grade Gumpla, but it's the right size and shape. Is there an order I should open these in, Zach? You should maybe do the bigger one first. Okay. Three, two, one, capitalism. Oh, it's a high new. That's pretty crad. I'm just going to warn you, Zach, I'm probably not going to build this anytime soon, but I am appreciative of it. It is a cool gunplay to have. Well, this looks heckin' rad, and also the exact sort of no, way I, too complicated game. When I was looking do. over there and I, I spotted that, I'm like, oh, Jeremy would probably like this. I I have an RG I knew I need to build first, I think, but I appreciate it. Well, that, that's oh, the this high- is the RG. Yeah. Do I have an RG high new? I thought I did, and it's not this big. Maybe I just have an RG New Gundam. Yeah, it is. I have the special edition RG New Gundam. That's what okay. it is. The only problem is this is on my Christmas list, so my mom might get me one. That's the only problem with this gift. That also looks rad. Um, yep, so I got Between Two Castles of Mad King Ludwig. <laughs> That's my favorite Mario boss. Um, I got Excavation Earth, which has actually been on my list for a while, so excited. I spotted that and actually sent an, I sent a Discord message to Alex asking if she'd ever heard of it. Using the logic. If she hasn't heard of it, you probably don't have it. Nope, that's fair. Um, I'm ki- horrified what this second thing might be. Oh, it's an expansion. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because the <laughs> owner of Collector Mania was like, I don't want this expansion, Zach, take it. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> he was like, we take the expansion too, I'll give you a deal on it. Like, all right. Well, thank you both. Um, I don't know, do we want to say what Z- Kevin did yeah, on so- the... <laughs> So uh, I got everyone uh, goblets, and I made potions of restoration, which are a drink. Uh, and then Tyler's going to take the alcohol away from me. Yep, yep. My thing was I was going to force you all to commit to a date and time to go axe throwing, and then I will buy us dinner later. Okay. So. Um, the problem is, oh well, if I have like three weeks in advance, I can. I was going to say January thirteenth, very specifically. That is a Friday. Okay, let me see if I can get it off. Okay, sometime that weekend would be optimal, because there's a place 10 minutes from your house, but they're only open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, is it over uh, by the Coles we were just at? I think maybe it's called I'm pretty sure it's in that cornfield right next to the Coles. There's also a golf place there. Yep, that makes sense. I, um, I could be wrong. I can probably request that off. That's not that I, hard. It might be too late for me to request that weekend off. That's fair. Uh, well, we can also it. do it in the evening. It doesn't have to. And it doesn't have to be that specific day. I would just like us to do that because yeah. I was going to do it two years ago, then a pandemic Tyler, happened. Tyler, it would just so. also be an easy excuse for me to take a day off. That's fair. Yeah, A Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday works best for me, which is not convenient for anyone else. I'll see if I can get the 13th. I'll see if I can get it off. Yep. No, the only problem is this speci- This place is only open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I gotcha. do not know Why how the they do that. 13th specifically? Uh, because I get that day off. Okay. So, <laughs> But it does not have to be that day. Uh, so that's capitalism. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> happy holidays, everybody. Yep. <laughs> Looking forward to 2023? More than 2022, I think. Hey, we get to watch Gundam Build Fighters, and that then whatever fair. we decide to do after that.
And uh, Kevin and I might finish Gundam Wing. <laughs> Maybe. It seems increasingly possible. <laughs> We're almost to that second opening. That the first episode is 10 from the end. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I was going to say, and to all a good night. <laughs>